0: Welcome in. It's another edition of 10,000 Pitches. We're a podcast devoted to everything Minnesota soccer. What is up? My name is Jeremy Rushing. Thank you so much once again for listening. Again, whether this is your first time listening, you're on your first episode, or you've now listened to all eight real episodes, but really this is kind of episode nine because we did do that special Minnesota United post game from their uh, two-to-one is back opening win over Sporting Kansas City. If you want to... Hear me break that down with Eli Hoff and Jacob Schneider from E Pluribus Lunum. Definitely go back and listen to that. I won't be touching on that a lot this week since we already did that post-game podcast. But uh, if you haven't subscribed yet, please do so. Whether you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Overcast, you know whatever platform you're listening on, uh, go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. If your platform allows you to leave a rating and review, we ask that you do that too. Helps our placement uh, with those ratings and reviews. And I ask that you also be honest with your rating and your review uh if you think this is a five-star podcast definitely leave a five-star review but if you think there are some ways we can improve the podcast and and you think it's more of a two three four star podcast i want you to leave that honest constructive feedback because that only helps you know me grow as a host and the podcast grow as a whole also we're on the socials, so if you want to follow us facebook twitter instagram we're at 10k pitches one 0k pitches. Today, have an awesome interview lined up with Jay Adams. He is Minnesota United's EMLS representative, athlete, and he also just got done with his initial inaugural ENPSL season with Duluth FC. So we're going to talk about those things with Jay. It was an awesome interview, so I'm very, very excited about that. But before we get to that, I want to talk about some things, uh, some headlines happening both in lower league soccer in the area and uh, with Minnesota United. But Let's start with those lower league headlines because there is a lot happening now on the field in the area. And if you don't already know, I kind of want to bring that information to you. Uh, one of the biggest things that just launched is the Goals Minnesota Cup. Basically, this is all the UPSL local teams that aren't competing in UPSL this season. So they decided to come together for a little – One month, less than one month. It's really about maybe four weeks here. Uh, Tournaments, mini tournament. It features FC Minneapolis, Maplebrook SC, Turbo Sports, Rock City FC, Valora FC, Warriors FC, and Granite City FC. Just kicked off this past Sunday. Basically, the way the tournament format goes, it's a six-team round robin. The top four, or excuse me, seven, six-game round-robin with all these seven teams. So each team will play six, six games against all other six teams in the tournament. Uh, and the top four teams out of that round-robin points-wise will advance to the semifinals. There are tiebreakers like goal differential and stuff like that involved. Uh, the semifinals begin July 27th, and then the cup final is August 1st. So everything up to that semifinal point will be a round-robin group stage one big group stage if you want to call call it that where the top four will advance to the semifinals. so that is a lot of fun if you want to go check it out all the games are going to be played at the fernbrook synthetic fields over there in maple grove Um, and we'll be you know constantly tweeting out and posting out more information on the goals minnesota cup results kind of updated links and stuff like that on our on our socials so uh, go ahead and follow us if you want more information on that as well Another league on the field, obviously, MASL just got rolling earlier this month. Division One games continued Thursday night. I'm recording this Thursday afternoon, so I, I don't have the results from, from the latest action yet, so I don't have an updated look at the table for you. But you can check that out at MASL.org. You can also check out the schedule, which features more games on Sunday as well, if you're interested in checking out the Minnesota Amateur Soccer League and Division One uh, specifically. A few episodes ago, Episode 5, I believe, we talked to WPASL President Caden Bergman about the launch of that league. More WPASL happening uh, on Saturday and Sunday. So if you're in Northwest Wisconsin or you want to head out to Northwest Wisconsin and check out some local soccer um, Saturday and Sunday, you can find some action over there as well. WPASLsoccer.com is their website for you to check out more information, schedule, results, all that good stuff. Um, soccer not happening on the field, but more virtually Duluth FC was unfortunately eliminated from the opening round of the ENPSL playoffs. They lost to FC Buffalo, who was the top seed in the entire uh, tournament. Uh, they lost to them four to one, but you know what? It ends a pretty darn good inaugural season for the E blue greens and the ENPSL. They made the playoffs. They got that eight seed. Uh, so no shame in losing to the number one team in the whole, the whole league. And we'll talk more about that with Jay Adams a little bit later on. So definitely stick around for that conversation. Minneapolis City has unveiled more details on their futures program. And they actually unveiled uh, one of the teams in their Futures League as well. Uh, I talked to technical director Adam Pribble about this last week, and he alluded to this Futures League and and the fact that there's multiple teams within this new Futures program. Uh, He alluded to that in our conversation last week in Episode 7. So if you want to go back and listen to that, it was an awesome kind of preview of what this futures program is going to look like overall for Minneapolis city. Um, Four teams will be within the Crows futures program and they will compete against each other in this league. So it was a four team developmental league, basically all under the Minneapolis city umbrella. And as far as the teams themselves, we actually already have some information and know about one of them. Northeast Wanderers is the first team to actually be unveiled and they'll be representing obviously the Northeast neighborhood in Minneapolis. Uh, The logo has been unveiled and the kit has also been released. And just like every other piece of merch that Minneapolis city puts out, this thing looks so good. I mean, it's fire. As the kids say, it is straight fire. Uh, So go to Minneapolis city's Twitter page, go to their website. I mean, it's for sale. You can buy the kit. if I hadn't already paid hundreds upon hundreds of dollars for minneapolis city merch i'd be probably probably be buying this kit too because it, it's just it looks so good it's on par if not exceeding you know everything that that minneapolis city does merch wise so go check that out if you have the means but a lot of new really exciting details about that futures program for minneapolis city and i'm really excited to see where that goes and, and what they could potentially do with that once it actually gets started uh later this fall And then on the, speaking of developmental academies and and youth development endeavors, uh, we do have some new developments on the status of Minnesota United's Youth Development Academy. I talked to Eli Hoff about what was happening with basically them scrapping the academy, or so we thought, uh, in late June. And in episode seven, I talked to Eli Hoff about that initially so if you want some context in terms of the the initial stages of this whole story and this whole situation definitely go listen to that interview with Eli Hoff you can also check out what he's wrote over at E Pluribus Lunum he has just done an excellent job of covering the story from from its inception to, to to now and in his latest piece for E Pluribus Lunum he details an email now that Manny Lagos has sent out to the academy parents now I'm not going to go into too much detail on this email or this uh or these new developments in general because i want you to go check out eli's piece it's worth the read over at the dot com. but i do want to give you kind of an overview of what this email said and what the Youth Development Academy may look like uh, moving forward. So, Manny Lagos sends an email to the parents now on Tuesday, teasing in a a quote-unquote exciting announcement regarding the academy within the next two weeks. Lagos also states that they have a, quote, intention to compete in the new MLS Development League immediately. And he also says MLS will be making some sort of announcement soon regarding uh, the status of that league and what it could potentially potentially be looking like here in the short term. He also goes on to say that players should still pursue opportunities with other local clubs and that the new Academy will have a more collaborative relationship with those local clubs. I'm not sure what to take out of that uh, part of it specifically in terms of that new collaborative relationship and him uh, encouraging these players to to still pursue other opportunities with other soccer outlets in the twin cities. I'm not sure what to take out of that uh, quite honestly. Uh, but this is obviously a stark contrast to the last time Lagos spoke to parents, which was in that infamous Zoom call that uh, Eli and I dive pretty deep into in our initial conversation, uh, where he basically said if the kids wanted to play soccer in the near future, they couldn't do it for Minnesota United's Academy and would have to find other places to play. Well, some of those parents have taken that advice and they have taken that. And some of these kids are now already committed to playing for other MLS academies now, such as Kansas city. That's a popular one for, for some of these families to transition their kids to. And there have been a few instances now where we have, uh, you know, approved transfers basically and commitments to play for this other uh, academy. So as far as what the future looks like, will it be a, just a more condensed version of the Minnesota United Academy that we saw prior to late June? What will this new MLS Development League look like with COVID implications and travel implications potentially reaching out you know, or, or, or going through the end of the year at the soonest? You know, I'm I'm not really sure, but those are the developments right now. And like I said, uh, Eli unpacks all of this beautifully over at epluribuslunum.com. So definitely go check out that story. All right, now it is interview time. Here is my talk with Jay Adams. All right, time to welcome in a guy who's kind of multitasking these days. He's a Duluth FC's eSports player, but or one of Duluth FC's eSports players, I should say. And he's also Minnesota United's EMLS athlete. It is Jay Adams. Jay, thank you for taking the time, man. I appreciate it.
1: Hey, thanks for having me on.
0: Absolutely. So, before we kind of get into the more recent topics with Duluth FC and and your role with Minnesota United, uh, talk a little bit about your background both in soccer and and FIFA and kind of how you got where you are today in the esports world.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, You know, I I think I started out kind of like a lot of people with uh, playing FIFA. It was just, um, you know, I I had a passion for soccer. I grew up in the Midwest, Mm -hmm. uh, the northern Midwest. And as most people know, both 60% of the time in the year, you can't play soccer unless it's indoors, so um, you still have to kind of feed that uh, passion, I guess you could say, and, you know, picking up FIFA and also just being, you know, a lover of video games in general kind of got me into the FIFA spectrum, you know,
0: Mm.
1: but yeah, other than that, uh, you know, I grew up playing soccer, didn't go as, you know, planned, you know, I I didn't have dreams to be the next Ronaldo or Messi or anything like that, but uh, I just love the game, love playing it. Um, but, you know, with my size, I'm a big dude. So I eventually turned into uh, American football, you know, okay. basketball. So uh, soccer was always just, you know, a hobby. It was always just fun to do. And, you know, it sticked
0: throughout my adult life. So what was the first FIFA game you ever played?
1: Oof. I mean, I, I, I think I remember playing like FIFA 98 or something oh. like that or something some random game like that it was mm-hmm. it was definitely on like Sega Genesis where you could literally just like pass the ball all the way up to the keeper and yep. pass it into the net like <laughs>
0: super easy Yep.
1: and uh you know like I definitely think that was the first one um the one that really got me into FIFA though was uh the 2006 World Cup
0: edition oh okay, yeah I love that game it's one of my all-time
1: <laughs> favorites too yeah I, I I just fell in love with uh you know just watching the World Cup and then you know, my mom was like, you, you're you so passionate, like how, like, you know, kind of different outlets for me to remain passionate, you know, and mm-hmm. at the time, you know, soccer in the North line wasn't big. So it was cool. Yeah. Then, you know, I pretty much got obsessed with that. It was always fun playing as the U.S. and beating some of the bigger, bigger teams, you know, yeah. France, Spain at the time. So, uh, yeah, it, it, yeah, definitely that 2006 was what got me and uh, I, I was hooked. I was hooked from there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, as much as I like Martin Tyler, something about Clyde Tilsley calling soccer games like on the on the World Cup editions was cool. And then I also liked, with, I think 2006 was the first one where you could actually go through the qualifying process in the game too, which I, I really liked as well. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you. That that's one of my all time favorites too. As far as you know, when this started to become, you know, a legitimate path for you as far as professional esports you know, how did that kind of start to manifest itself? And when did I guess that start to become a a possibility for you?
1: You know, I think it would be a similar story that most people have just growing up is, you know, you're competitive, and you you play with all of your friends, and you get to a point where, you know, whatever the game is, either FIFA, Madden, or, you know, Call of Duty, you know, some of the big games like that, you just realize that you're, you playing better than them I don't want to say necessarily playing better than them but you, you keep winning and then yeah. you kind of find that extra level of competition going online um mm. I, I don't remember exactly what year it was I, I think it was like FIFA 13 uh they had like the FIFA Interactive World Cup um i during qualifying ended up placing like top 100 never got never got to the the grand final or any of the events but it was kind of interesting to do that completely on my own just you know as a kid growing up and seeing that i ranked top 100 and something in the world yeah um so you know that was that was fun there uh that actually led me to uh joining uh paid leagues and stuff so essentially i would uh wake up, you know, Saturday morning <laughs> and uh, start grinding, playing people for five, 10, 25 bucks a game. So mm. that's kind of where the, the professional aspect came into it. Okay. Uh, and also just, you know, managing bankroll and all that stuff. So,
0: yeah. And, and when did you start to, I guess, get noticed? And uh, how did that evolve into you becoming, you know, Minnesota United's EMLS representative?
1: You know, it's always kind of interesting to say, but what I'm most known for is uh, a game mode in FIFA called Pro Clubs. Yep. Um, there's one of the biggest organizations, is Virtual Pro Network. Um, I think they, I mean, they recently signed like a deal with like the Argentina Federation. They've been working yep. with uh, the Canadian Premier League, stuff like that. So they're one of the big ones. Um, and I kind of made a name for myself there being a really good manager, having consistently good teams and uh, just one of the better players, um, you know, leading leading stats, leading assists, stuff like that during the season. So. Um, there it was good, and you know, since it is a community, there's, you know, sometimes there's leagues about the twenty twenty teams going. So twenty teams, twenty players. That's a lot of people that tune in, watch your streams, and yeah. try to figure out how they can get better. And I guess you could say I made my name for myself there. Uh, the the Minnesota United thing was probably uh, one of the wilder things that has happened in my life because uh, I'm absolutely in love with Minnesota United, <laughs> like a uh, diehard supporter, just, you know, a total fan. And, uh, I had a few buddies reach out to me. I, I didn't even know there was like an application process or that they were searching for an esports player. Um, but I had a, a couple of people reach out to me to tell me to apply. And I applied on the very last day and literally probably took about an hour to two hours to really serious submitting my application. And, uh, they called me and went through the process and ended up getting it so it was pretty uh you know felt good and you know I was incredibly excited so
0: what was the process like did you have to like compete against other applicants for it or did you have to like audition yourself at all i mean how how did that go
1: yeah exactly so essentially once they received the applications they they reviewed them i, I believe they got over 350 or something like that that they were reviewing sure they got Um, (laughs) along yeah i i I think that's what made the first cut was 350 or something like that um but then they reviewed uh you know social aspects you know what you did on social media what type of presence you had um you know probably a little bit of a character research too, just see who you are as a person and uh obviously make sure that you love soccer love the team and all that stuff uh, so you're a good representative um but yeah then they looked at uh, previous, you know, uh, standings and stuff for different leagues. One v one, kind of just to see what where you're at. Uh, the application process that was that part. Then we went to the uh, actual like headquarters for Minnesota United. Had an interview. Um, I, I I did feel this is kind of a funny story because I, I try to take you know things in life. If you're going to do it, you might as well you know go all out for it. Yeah, so absolutely. when I heard when I heard when I heard interview for my you know, Dream Club, <laughs> like the club that I'm in love with. I was like, I just have to go all out for this. So I mean, I showed up wearing a suit, and, yeah. like, and I was like, they said bring a controller. I was like, I am going to smash everybody I play, and like I was just and look good doing it.
0: Smash, yeah, your yeah, and look good doing it.
1: Yeah. So when I showed up, I had the suit, and I, you know, I felt pretty good. Uh The, the three other guys there were also. uh you know, they're prepared as well. So, you know, I was excited. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we showed up for the interview. We had an interview with, uh, it was a panel. So about, I think it was three or four people kind of shooting random questions at you. And I think it was just to kind of see how you reacted, you know, if you're able to, you know, be composed and, you know, typical interview process. And uh, But the interesting part was you were also being pulled out of the interview to play against the other um, applicants that were there. So it was kind of kind of nerve-wracking knowing like, oh man, I I drew the or I, I think I won the first game. Won the first game. So I felt confident. And then I got crushed the second game by like two goals. And I was like, oh no. And then it was like oh, straight, you it. <laughs> Yeah. Straight back into an interview, like thinking in the back of my head, like, all right, so out of the three, I'm one and one right now. Like it it, it was pretty interesting. Uh, as you can tell, I get excited even thinking about it because it yeah, was absolutely. like I like half the time they're asking me questions and I'm like, man, did I just screw this up by losing a game? (laughs) But uh, yeah, it was fun. You can almost say it was a little bit of a eSports combine. So
0: Yeah, definitely. That's, that's super unique. It's it's a way, like, we all love our, our, our teams, right? If we're supporters, if we're, you know, covering the teams, like we're, we're very passionate about that team, but it's, it's fun that you can be, a part of the team without actually being a professional soccer player like finding a different way yeah. to be a part of minnesota united is is so cool so that that story is just is super fascinating i'm, I'm glad you were able to share that transitioning now into kind of the, the duluth fc aspect of this because this yeah. is really the, the more recent thing that you and andrew campbell kind of helped help put together is duluth fc's uh enpsl team yeah. with no npsl season this year they decided to put together an esports venture and Duluth FC was represented in that league. Uh, talk a little bit about how this team came together. Yeah,
1: uh, you know, the one thing that I've been just really excited about in the state of Minnesota, and especially with the NPSL, is just um, our local teams, you know, Minneapolis FC, Duluth FC, um, some of the other ones that they, even even if they're not, like, performing really well in the standings or something like that, they're still very active online and very... Mm-hmm you know, inclusive for the community. Um, some are better than others. We all we all know that. We can all <laughs> argue and go back and forth. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's just really great to see that there is that competition being started, and uh, it's only going to help, you know, soccer grow. So I'm really proud of that. Um, with the EMPSL, I just – as soon as Campbell reached out to me, I had to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, it it's just such a cool concept to be able to play with um, – you know, kind of, kind of like what players say, like, you know, playing, wearing the jersey, wearing the kit with the badge on it. Mm-hmm. And it kind of just gives you a little bit more motivation. Um, and we, we, had, we had done a little bit of this before um, with Duluth uh, in particular. Campbell's been working with them. And uh, so when this opportunity came with the, the league getting behind
0: it, it was it was awesome. What is the difference, I guess, how does the dynamic switch, obviously, you know, being Minnesota United's lone EMLS player, it's a 1v1 scenario, but with Duluth yeah. FC, it's a full team, it's 11v11, so so what's that like in terms of just the, the different dynamics, and how many practices did you guys have, were you able to kind of uh, get prepared beforehand, how did that play itself out?
1: A lot of people take for granted, you know, that it's just a video game, you just get on and play, but that is you know some of us are good enough to do that some of us you know they, they need actual you know warm up games and trials and stuff like that so um it, it's actually very intricate i guess you can say with yeah. the league it's it's ran pretty similar to an actual league there's uh salary caps for teams there's contracts that players have to sign to stay within you know a certain amount of games on a certain club mm-hmm. um all those different aspects go into it so um when Campbell first originally reached out to me there was going to be a trial process you know hey let's get we we, you could put 20 guys on a roster you know start 11 of them but they can all be very good individually but not actually play together good Mm. so you know building chemistry is probably the biggest part that we had to learn this season Um, we started out a little little shaky I guess you could say uh, but throughout the mid and then uh, ending the season we kind of started hitting our stride with chemistry and just being able to link up play. And, uh, that's probably the biggest thing is playing one V one. You're it's all on you. There's the human element of yourself, making the mistake. Um, but there's also kind of that computer generated, uh, issues that can happen as well, just because you're not actually controlling every player. So with formations, tactics, you Know sometimes it's a little hit or miss on that. Um, with pro clubs 11 to be 11, you actually have to trust that the person that you have set as your goalkeeper is playing goalkeeper, <laughs> you know, and you know, and is awake and you know, calling out uh, defensive assignments through balls and you know, being communicated. So it's just a whole different dynamic. And uh, typically, FIAS, most FIFA players some of the most fun they've ever had is playing pro clubs with their buddies. So when you're able to do that professionally in a league, it's even better. So.
0: Which one do you prefer? Do you prefer the 1v1 or do you prefer the, the full team? Uh, you know, put me on the spot here.
1: Instant reaction. <laughs> Sorry, <man. laughs> uh, so I mean, I absolutely love 1v1, but I'm a pro clubs guy. You know, it's, it's honestly, like I was saying, you, you get your buddies, you can have just a fun night just, you know, messing around you know, <laughs> playing pro clubs and, you know, one of you can be the striker one game. One of you guys could be, you know, the goalie the next game. And it just adds a whole different kind of a dynamic to it.
0: So speaking of Duluth FC and the ENPSL, your season unfortunately ended Tuesday night in the first round of the playoffs, losing to the top seeded uh, FC Buffalo. You talked about how you you were really impressed with the ENPSL and how the league kind of handled everything. Do you see this becoming a regular thing uh, moving forward in a lot of different soccer leagues is having an eSports aspect? I mean, if one thing has really thrived in this new normal that we have, it's been the eSports industry. Um, so do you expect that to become a more regular part of, of athletics you know moving forward, and how much of a role do you think it can play?
1: Oh, hundred percent. I think uh... You know, the main thing is a lot of people kind of want to put it against each other. I I don't see esports ever replacing actual sports, Mm -hmm. Um, but I do see esports being able to carve out its own position within a sports organization. And uh, kind of what I mean by that is that I think they just go hand in hand in so many ways. You have people that aren't necessarily fans of soccer but they're video game players Mm -hmm. and they're competitive or you know they they like the dynamics of a career mode or building players and role-playing games stuff like that and you're able to transition those fans that wouldn't have been fans because they don't like soccer but they love the game and guess what they ended up using your team a few times and now they're a Duluth FC supporter now they're a Minnesota United supporter you know stuff like that so Mm I, I think a lot of sports organizations are already seeing the the, the connection their MLS. Uh, I don't know the stats, but I, I do know with EMLS starting they've seen you know significant growth just from you know kind of that demographic of gamers. I don't want to say younger people because, you know, I'm old myself. I'm 30 years old. (laughs) So uh, I know a lot of people over 30 are probably hating me right now for saying that. But uh, (laughs) uh, I mean, it's just, it's just a whole demographic of people that it's a huge age range that may not have necessarily, some people don't want to go to games. Some people don't like sporting events, (laughs) you know, but they're able to sit at home, play the game. And it's just another way to be a part of the team. So I, I think uh, with EMPSL, I, I hope they keep doing it. Um, From what I, from my understanding is that they, they are, I think they showed the the fan support and just the different teams being put together are uh, really good. And, you know, it's been making a lot of noise. I've been hearing a lot just from people that aren't in the league reaching out to me saying, how'd you get in? I want to get in. So, you know, there's a lot of that.
0: That's awesome to see. And yeah, I mean, the other one that stands out to me is the NBA, the 2k league. I mean, that is, Something that has completely blown up and is to a point now where it's you know it's one of the more viewed you know non non on court or field sports you know leagues in the world and it's just so right. cool to see that and I definitely you know think a lot of other leagues are going to eventually follow suit and like I said hopefully this uh, you know this esports shift as you know something that can complement what real sports does you know continues because that's i think it's definitely super positive i agree with you there circling back to minnesota united i meant to ask you about this earlier so i guess personally from a from a team standpoint what are the expectations in terms of of how you perform i mean is is it like you're a player on the field are there certain expectations that you have to maintain in order to keep your status uh you know what's that like
1: there's a lot that goes into it obviously the the club they, they have their own goals. You know, they're probably not all expressed to me, but, you know, Minnesota United's a newer club. Um, unfortunately for myself, I've sucked 1v1 the last two years. I haven't been able to adapt. and uh, But I think the one thing that I've been able to contribute is just um, representing the club well. So um, they do a lot of stuff that maybe doesn't get as much publicity as it should. Um, you know, running a FIFA booth at the State Fair, playing, you know, Maybe a hundred kids in a day yeah. you know, and you know just kind of doing random stuff like that um I, I think that's probably you know one of their biggest expectations is just uh you know I don't want to say make them look good, but you know you know kind of show what you know the values of Minnesota United is, and that's you know grow the soccer community and uh, try to make it one of the best communities in uh, the state and the league so um Yeah. And you know, it's, it's real life. I don't want to say it it is a job, but you know, I am under contract. Uh, I obviously can't go into details, but you know, there's, there's an end of year review. There's a, Hey, this is a new year. We're going to talk about contract. You know, I, I don't want to say essentially I have to re-interview, but there there is a process of uh, continuing from year to year. Uh, fortunate enough, I've been able to last through that process and, uh, you know, yeah, just appreciative of everything so far. So.
0: What's your what's your favorite unexpected part of being an esports athlete? Obviously, getting to you know professionally play video games for your your state's team is really cool. But as far as something you might not have expected to be a really big positive or something that you really enjoy about it, what is what is one of those things?
1: Uh, I mean, there's I, there's a lot of things. Uh, you know, some of the instant reactions would be you know, playing with actual players, you know, they all think they're the best. So it's always fun to smack them. Uh, <laughs> some of them are pretty good. Uh, but then,
0: so that's fun.
1: Who's, Traveling. The, who's the best
0: Minnesota United FIFA player?
1: Oof. Our current best Minnesota United FIFA player. Um, some of them might get a little upset hearing this, but I can only, you know, talk about the ones I've played with. So um, I think Hassani Dotson, uh, Mason Toy are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're, they're both pretty good they probably if they were able to play more you know I mean they're yeah. folks on real soccer but awesome. they're able to play more they'd probably be pretty good um and then you know an excellent uh, St. Clair st Clair is super good at FIFA yeah um trying to think if there's anyone else that I've played recently I, I've heard Luis San Maria is good I've seen him on see him posting uh, some stats and stuff with him playing FIFA too. So that's probably going to be the next person I try to Next try challenge, to on. Yeah. next victim. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we'll, 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 see, we'll see, you know, we'll see.
1: Hey, Luis, um, if
0: you're listening to the pod, make it happen. I know you got some time in the <laughs> bubble there. Let's, let's make this happen. Right. exactly.
1: Um, but, yeah, I, I would say, honestly, the most unexpected thing that's came from this is uh, – You know, like I I run my own personal stream, you know, Twitch stream where, you know, I'm playing FIFA, playing other games and, you know, trying to build a community there. And one of the most random nights happened is playing pro clubs. I had someone in my chat, you know, asking, hey, can I play with you? Can I play with you? Can I play with you? And, you know, I didn't ask that many times. (laughs) About that special. But I was like, yeah, definitely, you know, jump in, get get on the squad. And we got the kid in and he probably played about, Ten games with us, never scored a single goal. But you know, we're we're dominant. We're always we're crushing yeah. people, and uh, you know, we kind of got to the the last game, and we got a penalty in like the 90th minute. And you know, everyone on the team was like, "Come on, put him, uh, yeah. yeah, let him take the penalty, let him let him score the penalty." You know, and you know, it, it, it was amazing. So he he he's like, "No, I don't want to. I don't want to," because <laughs> <laughs> he felt too much pressure. I, loved,
0: I feel. I just love. I love this. Team. I'd be like, it's yes. <laughs> almost like if that actually happened for Minnesota United and they pulled some kid out of the crowd and was like, hey. Yeah. Probably be like, no, okay, I'll let you guys handle this. Yeah, 100%. It, it was great. It,
1: it, it, he just felt all the pressure. You know? yeah. He walks up and he shanks this ball, what, 20 <laughs> yards out, out of goal and everyone just died laughing. It, it, it was amazing. and he, he laughed too. He He just kind of called it and psyched himself out and um that I love telling that story because it was about two days later he sent me a direct message and probably it, it was just I don't want to say like heartwarming but he's like hey I just want to let you know uh that night that you let me play with you guys probably one of the most fun nights I've ever had playing FIFA I really appreciate you letting me do it um he's like you know typically I I play with my brother um he he moved out of the house for school so it, it was fun to be able to play with somebody and it just made me reflect because that's how I got into gaming was you know watch my older brother play and, you know trying to try to be try to be as good as he is and stuff like that so you know it, that was probably definitely one of the best parts through this whole thing is uh just realizing the type of impact that you can have
0: yeah I mean something as simple as a game of FIFA just having that type of impact on, on a kid yeah is awesome so just a few rapid fire questions here to kind of uh, finish things off. You've already talked about having, you know, playing with this kid and having him be yeah. uh, you know super excited, but just from a one-v-one aspect, what's your most memorable FIFA moment, would you say?
1: Uh, I would say the start of this season, I played arguably a couple hundred games leading up the, like, you know, the two weeks before the, the season started and, So, with all the pressure, just wanting to do well, getting that first win, the the very first game, was pretty massive. You know, I was fortunate enough to score a penalty in the 90th minute to win it, and uh, I'm a very uh, emotional guy. So, when that happened, I just felt, you know, all the rushes of victory going through me. So, it was great. Yeah, definitely. Who's your
0: favorite team to play with in FIFA? Uh,
1: I mean, honestly, I love playing seasons mode to take Minnesota United because when you have Ethan Finley – uh, you know, toy Molino, they, they're players for the rating, the unfair rating that FIFA gives them,
0: uh, mm-hmm.
1: their, their players actual ability on the field is really good. You know, Finley's incredibly fast makes really good cuts. So it gives me advantage because when you're playing in those game modes, it makes you play against other people with the same rated teams. So just being able to know Minnesota United great. Um, but otherwise, you know, if I'm picking a super team, it has to be like, uh, Juventus, Ronaldo, you know, Barcelona, or uh, I do like uh, PSG. I like being silky. Smooth I was about to say, FMR. I can imagine I don't
0: <laughs> know, in a few years, but I can only imagine PSG is pretty sick in FIFA right now. <laughs>
1: yeah, definitely. <laughs> Neymar, Neymar is an absolute beast. And uh, I, uh, I've always loved um, Edson, uh, Edson Cavani. And yeah. he's a tank and with, you know, Mbappe, charge on the back line. It's, it's yeah. just
0: a really good team to use. Uh, Do you play a lot of ultimate team?
1: Uh, I do. um, Obviously towards the end of the the FIFA season, it's dropping off, but typically during the year. Yeah.
0: Uh, So who's the one player not on your ultimate team that you would, you know, ideally like to add? Uh, I mean, I I would always. Are you at the point where you kind of have everybody you want? (laughs) (laughs) No,
1: definitely not. I mean, some people have some super teams and uh, you know, we could talk about that another time, but uh, <laughs> um, you know, I think it would just be players that I, I like to play with. Um, sometimes you, you know, that ninety nine Ronaldo, you know, I've never been fortunate enough to get that, or the ninety nine Messi. So I think being able to play with those would be awesome, and be able to do like a full weekend league using them would be great.
0: great so. Favorite video game that's not FIFA.
1: Oh wow! Favorite video game that's not FIFA. I would probably. If I was keeping it sport-related, I am a huge Tecmo Super Bowl fan. Oh, yeah. So on the NES, yeah. let's go, heads up. You know, I'll take Buffalo. You can take whoever you want. And that's uh, yeah, definitely one of my, my favorite sports games besides FIFA.
0: Okay, cool. And then just final question here, what's next on the eSports calendar for you? I mean, how, how is the EMLS season progressing? And do you have any other plans just kind of outside of that from a professional standpoint?
1: Yeah, so the EMLS Cup uh, just concluded about the uh, beginning of this month, end of the, end of last month. Mm. And uh, sometimes there's more events that are added to it. As of now, I, I haven't heard too much about that. Um, but EMLS is always, they're, they're, they've ran the organization so well that it's kind of like you, you know, you almost expect something else to come up. So, yeah. you know, they're always working on doing stuff. Um, me personally, uh, I'm moving on to Pro Clubs. That's kind of what I do uh, once the MLS season, uh, EMLS season ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, pro Clubs, we have another tournament coming up. It's uh, a North American tournament. Uh, good prize pool added to it, so I'm excited. Nice. Uh, that, that starts this Tuesday, so I'm even more excited just to get that going and uh, hopefully uh, rip down another tournament before the year ends. Is that going to be streamed anywhere? Uh, it's streamed twitch.tv slash jadams underscore tv let's go
0: (laughs) all right all right i'll I'll definitely put that out in the in the show notes too and uh you know hopefully get can direct some people there i'll definitely be watching a little bit of that too i said another question actually pop up this is what i do in all my interviews jay i say it's going to be the last question and then i end up asking like four or five more questions so i apologize uh if i'm getting you excited about about moving on with your day i apologize, but so. Obviously, the current circumstances, all these uh, tournaments are now being done remote when before a lot of these EMLS Cups and tournaments were, you know, on-site type events where you'd be traveling across the country to compete in the same same spot. Which do you prefer and what is the biggest difference in your mind from playing remotely to playing in person with these guys?
1: Uh, I, I honestly think I would prefer playing in person there's something about kind of having like a land event where you can see your opponent, hear the, hear the emotions. And, you know, it, it's more nerve wracking. So it was unfortunate that, you know, the last series was played online and uh there, you know, it's just, it's all different dynamics. You know, I definitely don't want to sound like a carpenter blaming, blaming his tools, but you know, there's some things you can control and some things you uh with that you can focus on, but there's some, you know, internet lag all that stuff that you can't control so it's just a yeah. whole different dynamic so in person's typically better um for for myself it's just more more fun you can build that atmosphere and uh
0: yeah all right well jay adams minnesota united's emls athlete and uh duluth fc kind of co-founder i would say you know you 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 kind of helped andrew campbell put the team together and hopefully we see more enpsl and e-blue greens kind of happening here uh, in the future, Jay, I can't thank you enough for coming on the podcast this week, man. It's been awesome.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me and, uh, look forward to, uh, checking it out and, uh, you know, maybe we do, do something again later. All
0: right. And it's at Ode to Jay number two, Jay, on, uh, on Twitter, right? Yes, sir. And then, uh, give us the, the Twitch link one more time. Uh, the
1: Twitch link is twitch.tv slash J Adams
0: underscore team. All right. Jay, thank you again, man. Appreciate it. Thanks again.
1: I love doing stuff like this and uh you're you, you have a really good voice so it's like easy to like
0: talk to and like your questions
1: are like super I appreciate
0: that I hope, yeah. hopefully other people agree that's that's, that's the <laughs> whole point of this <laughs> right yeah
1: exactly uh, long story short it made it easier for myself uh, you could probably tell my my voice oh, i was getting more comfortable
0: so Thanks. well yeah absolutely and i'm glad you felt that way and I, I appreciate the compliments i appreciate you coming on and uh hopefully we can do this again soon
1: Definitely. Maybe after we win, a, win, win the league. You know, knocked out of you the playoffs.
0: Come back on the pot. There you go. That's your reward. That's Beautiful. the motivation.
1: There's the motivation. All
0: right, got it. <laughs> you gotta tell all the, all, the other guys, hey, we gotta win. I gotta go back in this podcast. <laughs> all right, Jay. Thanks again, man. I'll let you get back to it. All right. Awesome, man. Thanks.